Live from the Jersey Shore, it's the Shore Show Podcast with your host, Cassie T. And producer Rob. Oh my god, hold the hell, Cash! Welcome to the Short Show Podcast. I'm your host, producer Rob, and joining me is my co-host, the always beautiful Cassie T. We have a great show for you this week. Um, we're going over a lot of things, a lot of music news, and Cass has a couple fall things to go over. Yes. So, uh, getting into the season. Uh, as always, we thank you for tuning into our show. Don't forget to visit our website, shoreshowpodcast.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram at shoreshowpodcast. Also remember, if you like the show and want to help us out, you can go to our site on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash shoreshow and pledge even just $1 to help support the show. Now, uh, we're going to go on to our first item of the day, uh, which actually isn't a story. It's something we teased a little about last week at the end of the show, and we did say there was going to be a contest. So we do have a contest, and it's going to be the best original Halloween costume. So what we're going to be doing is uh, we want you to obviously dress up for Halloween. Who doesn't like dressing up for Halloween and getting a shitload of free candy? That's, that's, no, don't raise your hand because that's bullshit. You love dressing up for Halloween. I like dressing up and looking good, not like looking like a hooligan. Like Really? Hooligan? That's like, the word you went with. This year, I'm going straight up, like, sexy. I have nothing against that. Good. I'm going to be a potato. I should be Miss Potato Head. I think that would be great. I am being your There's an original female. costume I'm idea. I'm not being your potato so, female. <laughs> um, so here are the rules of the contest. Uh, number one, we want original costumes. And what that means is not something, obviously, you made up. Uh, although it can be, we want you to make the costume, not store-bought. Obviously, props can be store-bought. You know, you got to get a certain shirt. That's fine. But the costume itself should have a lot of thought and creativity put into it. And to enter the contest, it's real simple. Take a picture of you and or your significant other if you want to do a couple's entry. Uh, take a picture. Put it on Instagram. And we want you to hashtag Shore Show. Shore Show Halloween. Sorry, that's what it should be. Uh, hashtag Shore Show Halloween. That's how we're going to get your entries. And then uh, there's actually going to be four people judging this. It's going to be myself and Cass. And then uh, we are going to have two guest judges. Uh, Tabasco, who uh, will make an appearance on one of our shows. And then a friend of mine, Connor, who also will make an appearance on our show. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Those are your four judges. So it's not just the two of us. It's four judges all together. And what? You look like you want to say something. No, what? It's all of us judging, but let's face it, if it doesn't appeal to mainly me, you're not going to win. Just That's not it true. Out. It's a very fair. It's a no. very fair draw. That's why there's four people judging. Yeah, that means there could be a tie between two no's. And two yeses. Who knows? We, we'll flip a coin if it comes down to that. And let it be funny. Don't let it be like something stupid, like a penis and balls. Like, be creative. If you do it good enough, though, you got my vote. If it's creative and, like, well done, you have my vote. 
Um, and what you're getting our votes for is a $50 Visa gift card. So that's 50 bucks in your pocket just for whatever you're dressing up as for Halloween. Now, the competition does run uh, from... Today. Well, yeah, technically today. So September 30th, that's today. Uh, and it's going to run through Halloween. So October 31st at 11.59 p.m. is the last time you can post that photo. Uh, any entries we get after 11.59 on October 31st, Halloween Eve, uh, we're not going to accept. So basically you have an entire month. You have an entire month to get your costume together, take a picture again in on Instagram, post your picture with the tag, hashtag sure show Halloween. And then uh, we will direct message, DM whoever the winner is. Uh, the winner will be notified, excuse me, uh, Wednesday, November 2nd. And then we're also going to announce the winner on the show for the November 4th show, which is the Friday right after Halloween. So that's something that anyone can enter. It's open to anyone. Uh, again, we want creative original ideas. Uh, post it on Instagram, hashtag sure show Halloween. And uh, again, it's for a $50 Visa gift card. So uh, do you have anything you want to say to anyone that's thinking of doing this? <laughs> Make it funny. <laughs> yeah, funny. I mean, I okay. like gruesome. Like if you can do a really good no, gruesome one where, gruesome I, where I genuinely have to try to figure out if you had your leg amputated or not. I, I mean, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for creativity and... You know, we're looking for like quality costumes. Don't do gruesome. That's so scary. Gruesome scares well, the shit. Halloween. I, I literally Halloween. cried at a gruesome costume when I was like five, and I haven't gotten over it. Like I have PTSD on Halloween every year. So like, make it funny. Be I'm here. A clown. No clowns. Clowns are no. yes, yes. No. Clown. If, if I get a couple clown, like like a man and woman, kind of like a Joker no. and Harley Quinn type deal. No, like that's a not, Mr. and Mrs. Like clown. Cl you that's got not my like vote. Clown. Like if you're gonna do a clown, do like. The giant red nose, the huge shoes, a giant toothbrush in there. Like, that'd be funny. Do whatever you want. Just just make Humorous. it creative. And, and hashtag short show Halloween. Hashtag funny costumes. If you just do what she said, we won't see it. It's hashtag <laughs> short show Halloween. Stop confusing people. Funny costumes. Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on. So, that's the competition. Anyone can enter. 50 bucks up for grabs. Simple as that. So moving along to our first article of today, uh, going through the uh, music news. I'm sure this applies to a very specific genre, but Niall Horan, previously of One Direction, has now entered the solo gig uh, part of his career. So we had, who, who was it that did it first from One Direction? Zane. So Zane did his very popular talk. went over very well so Niall is now doing it uh he released his solo single this town um on september 29th so today well, oh, yesterday yeah yesterday um <laughs> it was also announced that uh capital records signed horn as a solo artist so he didn't just put out his own song uh this town is the name of the song he didn't just put out his own solo song. He actually got signed as a solo artist, completely separate from One Direction. They're completely separate entities. And that's important because anything he puts out under the solo thing is, is entirely his. It's not shared or anything. And that's that's actually really important to have done. 
So uh, the song was produced by Greg Kirsten and co-written by Horn, Jamie Scott, Mike Neal, and Daniel Breyer. So it, it wasn't just him that wrote it, but yeah. it is just him that is singing it. It is under his solo career. I do know it's available on Spotify, and then if you actually go on Twitter and look up Vivo UK, they have um, actually a video of the song, mm. uh, This Town, which is live on one mic and one take. So... You know, that I think that's really interesting. I mean, good for him. I don't follow him or One Direction at all. So maybe you can speak a little bit. I mean, you listened to the song before, didn't you? Before yeah, we went on. Yeah, you know, honestly, like, if Louis was going, like, his solo route, I'd be like, yeah, because his voice is different. And not that I don't like Niall, but I feel like Zane, Louis, and even maybe Harry could go solo. Niall, I feel like, is a good group singer. Like, I don't know how long it's going to last. Like, of course, like, the tweenies are going to fall in love with him and, like, oh, Niall, go see Niall live. So, like, he'll get a lot of... I mean, I think what you're trying to say is he has a good voice, but you don't know if it can carry him on a solo career. I think, like, the young girls loving him can carry him on a solo career. But I don't know, like, if his... Justin Bieber got his way. Hi. I don't like the Biebs. I don't either, but... No, oh. I, I I think all these all these kids sound the same. Okay, and first of all, I think he's the same age as you. Is it Niall? I I don't know. You want to, you want to find out if he's the same age as me? Niall it, based on this picture I see, he looks like he's fucking twenty three, and I think he's, he's born twenty three. Sept- yeah, nineteen ninety three, September thirteenth. Ha! I am older. You're older by, by like, like three months. months. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let me look up Justin Bieber because I think he's older than you. No, I thought I was older than him. I'm almost positive I'm older than the Beeps by like a year. I want Justin Bieber birthday. Really? Just just Google how old is Justin Bieber. Oh, he's 20. Yeah, you are. You're how old is he? 22. Yeah. Everyone's okay. Older I knew I had him by at least a year. So, I, so there you go. You and go. Ariana Grande have the same birthday. June 25th, no. 1993? No, she's June 26th. I lied. Ah, I'm older. By a day. By a day. It matters. Who's my age? We'll do this on another segment. <laughs> We're getting lost here, checking out birthdays, celebrity birthdays. Celebrities have my, are the same age as me. If you have an interesting celebrity birthday oh. that coincides with your birthday, email us. Maybe we'll read it. Because apparently that's what we're doing this week. We're finding out birthdays that are around our birthday. More items. Shortshowpodcast at gmail.com. In the, in the subject line, celebrity birthday. I share a birthday with this person. It only counts if it's the same month, day, and year. Oh, let me... Ah, uh, I don't... All right, celebrity's born. You can keep talking. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that's all I had on that one. Uh, to, to read more, you can go to popcrush.com. And uh, that's where also they have a link to the song and the video that I mentioned that Vivo UK uh, posted on their Twitter, so... Wait, I have to, they have to be the same year? Yes. It doesn't count. Nobody's born on my... Nobody. No. Well, that sucks, doesn't it? Okay. Moving along. No, it's I'm funny. Just... It mentions crazy in the title of this next uh, story. Are you trying to hint something? You literally just went on a tangent trying to find a celebrity with your birthday. I feel like that's interesting. <laughs> Did you find anything? Yeah. There's a lot of people that have the same day, but like... It doesn't count. Same day doesn't count. I think Michael Jackson died on my birthday. I think Princess Not the same year, though, the same day. Princess Diana, I think, I think died June on 25th. My I, th- I think he did. Anyway, Doesn't Gwen matter. Stefani uh, <laughs> What's gave a response to the wedding rumors that her and Blake are getting uh, married. Well, 
I, I don't know if I'd say she gave a response as much as she dodged giving a response. So, um, according to Us Weekly, uh, Gwenin, Blake, and I quote, they want to get married before the end of the year, end quote. And another insider stated that Gwen has said they both want something low-key. So they're looking for something maybe at Blake's Ranch in Oklahoma in the backyard. Nothing like either of their first weddings where it was like a big, like, production. You know, they're looking for something small. Uh, However, while Gwen was on with Ellen the other day, Ellen Ellen asked, or jokingly said, did she need to clear her schedule for Gwen and Blake's wedding? And Gwen just kind of was like, laughed and was like, oh, you're crazy. I'll let you know. And basically was like, I'm not telling you shit. So, and I don't think it was meant to diss Ellen in any way, shape or form. I think it was something that, you know, she's, I think honestly, it's just going to come out one day that they got married. No one's going to know except close friends and family. It's going to be on like a Saturday in like November and it's just one day they're not going to be married and boom, we're going to wake up and find out they're married. I really think that's how they're looking to do this. Is, no, what? Is Blake's ranch the one where him and Miranda lived or is it a new one? No, I, I, th- I think it's the same one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much big old fuck you. To I, who? To Miranda. Hell no. I'd be like, yeah, go get married where I slept with him a million times. I hope every time you lay in that and bed. And Gwen's probably like, yeah, and then he came over to my house afterwards. Wow, you're a dick. I'm ch- what? You stay on that side of the table, honey. Uh, what? Don't How am I the dick side? just speaking about what most likely happened? I hope every time Gwen goes to bed, she thinks of Miranda. Yeah, she's probably like, that's ugly, so I'm going to get rid of that, and I'm going to change that. Wow, she- you're a dick. Bye. Ju- Next you- article. <laughs> no, you're Done. the one who said Bye. it. Bye. But, so, that's that's where Bye. we're at with this. And, I mean, it, uh, Blake tried to marry her. Uh, like, five times. Yeah, and she kept saying no. She wanted to make things right between her kids and her ex and all this other stuff. So, I mean, I thought she went about it admirably. Blake was just like, I'm going to bag me another blonde. Okay, I'm done with this article. Bye. Well, well, do you Bag disagree? Me another blonde. She's blonde. I'm, the picture's right there. She's blonde. See? Wow. Ralph. Blonde. As a blonde, we take that offensive. <laughs> no. No. Nope. You're not throwing me under the blonde bus. Oh, whew, you're so far under it. No, it already went past. Beep, I got beep, up already. Beep, beep. No. Driving the bus. <laughs> it beeps when it goes forward. Yeah. Um. That's no. That's the horn. Beep, beep. Honk, honk. That's my horn. Beep, beep. Okay. Anyway. Have you never But no, I'm, I'm saying, I feel like Blake, you know, was, got married to Miranda, had his fun, and got bored. Is that what guys do? No, I think that's what he did. That I'm trying to have a conversation. Stop trying to project it onto me. I'm just asking. I'm kidding. What I'm saying is, I, I feel like that's his personality, unfortunately. As you know, he he goes after these... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word that would best... You know, they're, they're outgoing. Outgoing is the best word. Miranda was outgoing. Still is an outgoing person. You know, he, he got her a little wild side. Yeah. I think that's what he likes, but I think then he kind of gets bored. And, and then he wants to find the next one. And Gwen's kind of the same way. You know, she's got this whole, like... Like, outgoing, fierce, you know, crazy side. And I think he was attracted to that. And I'm afraid that it's going to happen again. It'll be going for a little bit. It's just, it'll be a... And who knows? Maybe Miley's next. All right. First of all, Miley and Liam are staying together forever. 
Um, second, it's if him and Gwen get married, that's his third wife. He was married to someone before Miranda. Yeah, I don't. I forget. I don't know who it was, but I watched an autobiography, like a, like a high school sweetheart, maybe type. Yeah. Deal. Well, I watched Miranda's autobiography, and she met Blake, and she like while he was married, right? While he was married, and he like, and then they got divorced shortly after he met Miranda. So like, I don't know. I I agree with you. It's definitely a pattern. I I don't know. I I mean, it what kills me too is uh while I was reading this is how Gwen was saying i want to find the quote here real quick um oh so she was basically just kind of going off about how she's so in love with him and it just kind of like it almost it it did it made me feel kind of bad like she she says how she still makes time to see him on the voice despite all the touring she's doing and she just loves seeing him and, and being with him. And, and it kind of kills me because it's almost like, you know, well, if this happens again, you know, she's going to be really heartbroken. And it just sucks to think that, you know, that's that's possible to happen to someone else now. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I dislike Gwen, but, like, if you know someone's, like, you have to, like, kind of think... Because there was rumors going around for so long that, like, he was with he was doing stuff with Christina. He was doing stuff with Gwen. While he was still married to Miranda. Yeah, so, but like, I almost you're... feel like Gwen was someone who... You know what? He might have been fooling around with Christina. But I feel like Gwen was the one that was like, you know, you gotta break it off before we do anything. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I feel like that's... Like, if he's acting that way while he's married, what's, why isn't it going to happen to you? Yeah. You know and, what I and mean? And that's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I've always said, if someone cheats, what's to make it that they're not going to do it again? They already did it and got away with it. You know, and the same thing here. You know, he obviously is showing a pattern that he gets married and then, you know, if he finds something better, he just kind of moves on and then he gets what he wants. Oh, there's nothing better than Miranda Lambert. Well. But she's, but like on the bright side though, like, She's with Anderson East. Like, she's so happy. I don't know if you, like, read any of the reports, but, like, I think they're going to be getting married, too. Well, hey, to each his own. You know what? Whatever makes you happy, go for it. So, moving along. You make me happy. Uh, Fetty Wap (laughs) is not happy. Fetty Wap is being sued over the Trap Queen beat. She my Trap Queen. What's interesting here is the beat for Trap Queen was actually created by Tony Fad on February 9, 2014. Uh, and it was originally called Hello. Uh, and I'm sorry, it was posted in December 2013 under the name Hello. And then that beat was actually purchased by Lazar Lackick, uh in 2014. So what happened was... The beat was released with Fetty's vocals uh, as Trap Queen initially in March 2014 and then re-released commercially by 300 Entertainment that December. So December 2014. So Lackick alleges that after the 300 released the song, uh, Fad, which was the original creator, tried to buy the rights to the beat back um, in January 2015 just as Trap Queen started to blow up. But Lackick turned Fad down. So then Lackick then filed the transfer of ownership of the beat with the U.S. Copyright Office in April 2015, and that was approved. And that was when Trap Queen had reached platinum status in May 2015, 
and it's been certified four times platinum since. So basically what's going on is you got the guy that created it. He sold it to someone else. Fetty Wap used it, said that the first guy allowed him to use it. Now the second guy is saying, wait a minute, this is bullshit. It's mine. They're using it. They don't have the permission. So basically Fetty's attorney uh, said, denied the allegations and said that he has the contract to prove everything between Fetty Wap and Fad was legal and saying that if there are any damages, that Fad, who is the guy who originally created it, is completely responsible to cover them. And the guy Lackick is saying he's suing for like damages, uh, royalties. He wants Trap Queen like destroyed. He doesn't want it profited off of anymore. So this is a whole big thing. Now, you know, as far as Trap Queen not being sold anymore and all this other stuff, I don't think that necessarily is going to happen. And I genuinely don't think Fetty Wap is, is the one to be going after here. I think this is totally between two other parties. Uh, this is between Lazar Lackick, who bought uh, the rights to... Tony Fad's Hello and Tony Fad, who is the guy who created Hello and kind of falsely gave away the rights to it. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a giant, like, legal clusterfuck love triangle. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. And unfortunately, I think Fetty Wap's caught in the middle and, and I'll be the first, you know, to say, I, oh, I think this artist ripped off this other one, but I think Fetty Wap's pretty much innocent here. And I, I really got to say this is between the other two guys who've got to duke it out. But I also don't think Trap Queen, the song, should be caught in the middle because it was created under the assumption that everything was legally correct. Now, yeah, I mean, Fetty Wap's team did have to do, you know, their due diligence to make sure what they were getting was was right. But when they went, I mean, they went to the original creator. To them, I, I wouldn't think to look anywhere else. I would think that that's the one who owns it. And if he didn't, he would tell them. So I think it, I think it does kind of fall on... Tony Vad as that it's it's for him to deal with now you're the pre-law student what would you say well I would say it depends on when Fetty Mr. Wop went and and went and like met with Tony about the like him using the music also Wop can sue Tony for breaching a contract yeah so, so he can claim like money and punitive damages and compensatory damages as well. So, like, honestly, this guy Tony may be getting screwed up the wazoo. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's that's for that. You know, if if anything comes out, we'll update you. But that's that's kind of where we're at right now with that. Is it's giant clusterfuck love triangle? That literally sucks, though. Can you imagine that? Like, making creating a, a four-time platinum song and then being told you can't do it anymore. I would have been like, uh, uh, sorry. So, kind of going back almost to what we were talking about before, as far as country music, you know, Blake Shelton, everything. Um, Ariana Grande was interviewed uh, speaking to Entertainment Tonight. And she talked about the possibility of pulling a reverse Taylor Swift. That's what they called it. Which is making a crossover from pop to country. You know, Taylor Swift started as country when she was decent, went to pop. She sucks now. So Ariana Grande is looking to do the reverse and go from being, you know, this huge pop singer to a country singer. And the reason actually might shock you a little. It's, it's for nothing other than her grandpa. Oh, um, she's so cute. She said, and I quote, my grandpa, he always wanted me to do something in the country world. I don't know if that would ever happen, but if the opportunity comes along, I'd have to say, hell yeah. 
uh, end quote. And then she uh, did later in the interview say, I got to make that happen someday. So no no definitive plans. Yeah, it was just that's But she, she sounds like she's really leaning towards she wants to do something. You know what? Maybe it's not an album. Maybe it's not a total crossover. Maybe it's just a single. But I mean, for five other people, this has worked. And uh, it, it, there's a list here of the people. Some I knew and some I didn't. So, number one, uh, someone who went pop to country, Demi Lovato. Oh, Demi! Uh, Demi Lovato was featured on a Brad Paisley song yeah. uh, called Without a Fight, which did really well. Uh, number two, Jessica Simpson. Wait, hold on. I don't think that's like... Oh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't really consider her going country. She didn't write her own country song. She no, just but she No, but she was featured. But that's what I'm saying is Ariana Grande... Could do something like that. Like being featured. Um, Jessica Simpson, These that. Boots Are Made For Walking. She she redid that. Um, These Boots Are Made For Nelly. Walking. I knew Nelly. Nelly did a song. Florida Georgia Line. No. Tim McGraw. Oh. Um, Nelly's song over and over featured Tim McGraw. Not the other way around. And he did Florida Georgia Line. Was that Nelly? Oh. Uh, I don't think that was Nelly. Nelly. Um, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, her. featuring Florida Georgia Line Cruise remix featuring Nelly. Okay, well that was a remix, so but he's still little... rap, like. Yeah, see that's different. Um, so number four was Gwen Stefani with her beau, Blake Shelton. Oh, uh, go ahead and break my heart. Oh. So she's literally asking for. It. <laughs> and Christina Aguilera did a song with Blake Shelton too. Yep, and um, Queen B. Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce uh Knocked everyone flat when she debuted her first straight-up country song, Daddy Lessons. Yeah. And that was on the album Lemonade. I know that song. Um, it even got a coveted cosign from the Dixie Chicks. Do you know, the first time I heard that song, I thought it was really ghetto. Like, what? it's like ghetto country. What is it? D- Daddy, Daddy Lessons? Lessons? Well, I don't listen to Beyonce at all, so I haven't heard it. Flat out, I haven't Daddy heard ghetto. it. But, um, so that's something interesting. I would, I like Ariana Grande's voice. I think it's very unique she mimics people like fucking hell have you ever heard oh yeah i saw that that was crazy incredible but i mean her voice in general is is, i i've said it from the beginning she has a very unique distinctive amazing voice and i really would love to see her do something with country as a huge country fan myself i'd love to see how she would do it yeah would she do it by herself would she do it with someone else you know I think her and Mac, <laughs> huh? Her and Mac Miller should do a country song. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I will start a petition to not allow that. No, to it'd happen. be like Florida Georgia Line. And no, like but Nelly. I'm talking. How she could be the country? She's, and she's she not country rap. yet, though. No, I think uh, I th- I could see her and Brad Paisley doing something really cool. I could see her doing something maybe with Thomas Rhett. Oh, you know, Tyler Her, Farr. Tyler Farr, too, would be I think that would be, be such a good match because he's, like, so, like... Ariana, Tyler Farr. Hint, hint. If, oh, my God, I would that, that would be incredible. That would. But, like I said, she may do a cover. You know, I could I could see her doing a Johnny Cash cover or... Uh, yeah, I could see uh, You know, like, old country western. Uh, do something maybe by Willie Nelson or George Strait. Um, I could see her doing a really good version of Check Yes or No. No, I feel like... No. I think you think it has to be a guy. No, well, okay. Just because, yeah. Yeah. Straight. No, but, like, I just feel like... 
I can see her doing something with George Strait. It's like a rustic song, and I feel like her voice is very high-pitched. See, now I'm on the opposite end. I think she has the voice to do rustic. I think if she did something with George Strait, it'd be phenomenal. But not that song. (laughs) She doesn't want that song done. That literally only Scotty can sing that song. Hey, you know what? Again, it's it's nothing definite, but it is something to look at, and I think it would be really interesting. Rob's just trying to ruin my songs. I'm not trying to ruin anything. Is it my turn yet? It is. Yay! Go ahead. The music news is done. Yay. We did our music wrap up now for the week. Now on to the fun stuff. The sex and relationships portion woo, woo, of our woo. show. Uh, don't forget, uh, we, we are still looking for listeners to write Dear Cassie letters. These can be anonymous. It can either be asking Cass for relationship advice, telling a funny sexual or relationship story, um, just email shortshowpodcast at gmail.com and subject dear Cass and then and it you can be can, guy or girl it can be guy or girl it could be a couple if you're a couple and you have a question or a funny story uh, also if you did an interesting date idea that really worked or didn't work you know anything like that anything sex and relationship wise and you want to hear it on the air uh, write a dear Cass letter again it's the email address is shortshowpodcast at gmail.com in the subject write dear Cass and then uh, Cass will go over it. We'll let you know if we're going to use it on the air. And then she'll be the one to take care of that. I probably will. I, w- I literally will read anything. But, uh, all right. So, moving on. Okay, so. Because we don't have any this week. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just ask my friends, like, Heather and stuff, to just, like, <laughs> start writing these. Like, my friends have, like, really effed up situations because they're little hoe bags. So, like, they can just email the show. And I'll just, like, release their dirty laundry. <laughs> be, like, be like, hoe number one. We promise to keep you anonymous. But you know who you are. <laughs> okay. So, because it's transitioning into the fall weather. I found an article that goes over the very best fall date for your zodiac sign. Now, fortunately, Rob and I are the same zodiac sign. Cancer. I'm a crab. Yeah, he is. Crab. He gets crabby. And she gets more crabby. Don't make Especially me when I don't feed her. Man, I don't give her the crab food. She's fucking nuts. Hangry. Whole nother dimension. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this your section? Do you want it to be? See? She's getting crabby. No, she's hangry. Okay. So, if I'm you are an Aries, your date idea is a fall brewery tour. <laughs> Coming from the guy who always wants to go to a fucking no. brewery, he's going to No, I would ew. love a fall brewery tour. Are you You're kidding? not an Aries. I don't care. I'll be an Aries just to go. And it says, you can take your partner on a whirlwind sampling all the best pumpkin beers in town. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Ew. That's gross. Right now. Okay, bye. I will tell you right now how to drink pumpkin beer. Take beer. Open beer. Dump it down the drain like an asshole. Okay. You don't drink pumpkin beer. It's gross. Okay. You know what? You're not an Aries. I don't care. Aries, Cancer, Libra, dipshit. You don't drink pumpkin beer. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're not meant to be in beer. Shut up. This is, you know Shut what? Up. You know what? Uh, I'll do two rants this week. Go I drink swear beer? to God. Okay, put, pumpkin go put beer your little pisses me in off. It. All right, Taurus. Taurus, um, a pumpkin patch visit is a must for you. That's everybody. Everyone goes to the pumpkin patch. Are you fucking done? <laughs> really angry. Gemini. Because these make me so happy and you're making fun of them. <laughs> yeah, but we do them. What? We do these. We haven't done the one for us. 
Well, keep going and yeah. we'll go over. Yeah. All right. What are we quiet, on? What guys. are we on? Gemini. Okay. What do they do? A walk to explore the changing leaves followed by a pumpkin spice latte in front of a fire will keep you interested in your partner all autumn. Oh, that's so Or they'll cute. want to kill themselves. You're making me sad. Pumpkin spice latte? Really? Really? Wow. Pumpkins? You do two things with pumpkin. You eat them in pie, you carve them into jack-o'-lanterns. That, That's what uh, pumpkins are ladies, for. Ladies, if you're dating someone that you're trying to hint ideas to and they're rejecting every one of them, it's okay if you go with your friends. And then you can complain about not doing cute fall stuff with your SO because he turns down every idea. Go with I your didn't friends. turn them down. I'm just saying that. Yeah, well, now I'm not going to be like, hey, babe, why don't we go for a walk in the park? I oh, didn't wait, say you're we couldn't go for it. No, I said we could go for a walk. But I like my pumpkin spice lattes. I'm a white girl, Rob. I know. Okay. There's only a few times a year I get to be a white girl. And it also coincides when I have camo all over my face. (laughs) Cancer! (laughs) So apple picking is the way to go. We've gone apple picking. No, we fucking haven't. Oh, wait. No, we went to the place, but it was too late last year. We're going apple picking this year. But, like, okay, Rob. We're going apple picking. Like, you and I go. Like, on a date. Like, we can go with our families, but, like, for us to go. You want to go to Stop and Shop and pick apples? Lady, guys, <laughs> you realize how quiet he got? <laughs> so quiet? No comments? Fine. We'll go by ourselves, too. God, I'm going to have so many fucking apples. Okay, if you're listening to this, I want you to comment on that. I just said Especially I'm going to have a lot guys, of apples. Guys, you should comment on that. If your girlfriend was like, I want to go apple picking with you. Let me I know. said we can go. I just said I'm going to have a lot of fucking apples. I'm going to chug them at you. We could do that. We could have an apple fight. Now, that's entertaining. We'll dress in all camo. We'll go in, and the first person to get hit by ten apples loses. It's okay. One day you'll learn romance. The winner can buy the loser who gets hit with ten apples apple cider. I'm going to dump that apple cider all over you. That's not nice. See, ladies, I'm trying to make a fun game for the both of us. It's abusive because everyone knows I would lose. Why? Because you throw hard. And And I'm a little slow. (laughs) Yeah, but I trip over my own two feet. Like, I would be laying face down in the apple patch and you would just throw way more than ten. Yeah, yeah, notice how she got quiet. (laughs) All right, Leo's. A haunted house are the perfect place for Leo's to show their dates. What's up? I want to go to the penitentiary. Uh, you can go by yourself because I'm not going. See? I just offered to That's take her so- on one of the dates she mentioned. She doesn't want to go. Okay. Case closed. Backstory. Went to state penit- the Philadelphia thing, whatever. It's, I can't pronounce it. I literally have, like, PTSD because I have, like, a fear of people touching me. and I got PTSD pushed. when it comes to Halloween, don't I you? hate Halloween. Like, Halloween's scary. I like, I like the dressing up, but, like... I like I got, giving the candy out. I hate that part. I love that. Freaking selfish I love bastards seeing the little kids trying to take more than one no, piece of candy. No, I don't candy. like. The, I don't like the teens. I like the little kids that you get when it's still light out and they're dressed as like a pumpkin or Snoopy. Oh. They're adorable. Yeah. And then I scare the shit out of them. All right, Virgo, showcase your intelligence and cunningness by taking your date to an escape room. I want to do that so badly. I do want to try the escape room. Okay. I'm not gonna get myself out, but I do want to do it. No, we could do it as a couple. I would be leading that. We are so... You can't even fight your way out of a paper bag and you're going to get us out of an escape oh, room? you're rude. You're rude. I, I flat out said we're going to be stuck in I there. I want a you're rude button. That was rude. Thank you, Staples. 
That's that's what you get. Libra. Um, find some, do some research online to find the best coffee drinks in your town, and then head over to your cafe. <laughs> Anyone listening, I just want you to know I don't have control over the soundboard. Nope. It is all the way to the left by me for a reason. Scorpio. So what was the whoa, 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 whoa. We have like five more people to go through. That's great. I want to go back to this coffee thing. They want you to enjoy fall by sitting inside at a coffee shop. Anyone else find that redundant? Um, If you're a Libra, you're usually inside. You're a home mm-hmm. bugger. Uh-huh. So that explains it. Get the fuck out of your comfort zone. That's what I said. Really? Really. I just want to hit you. Oh, my God. Oh, they just heard you did. Good. That was domestic abuse. I had the bruises. Donate to help my cause. Male domestic abuse. I feel like people will donate so you don't interrupt my list. Nah. I feel like they listen for me to interrupt the list. Continue. Scorpio. Invite someone over to watch scary movies with you that you can find. And then when you're... Uh, and then fool around. So Netflix and chill with horror movies. I'm down for that. Oh, well. You want Netflix and chill with me? Go find Scorpio. Huh? 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 Yes, babe. Huh? Sagittarius. I don't like you people. (laughs) Ask your date to surprise you. As long as it's something fun, you're going to be all in. That's so stupid. Really? Ask them to surprise you. That's the equivalent of saying, where do you want to go out to eat? Oh, I don't care. Rob surprised me one day. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Not in a mean way. <laughs> First thing I thought of was clown mask. You said surprise Guys, you. I just you want did you to not know, say anything. This your show podcast may become a solo thing if Rob keeps up this fucking clown business. I know. I'm gonna scare her to death, and then I'm on my own. Good thing I have my soundboard. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Capricorn, a Halloween movie marathon with your traditional holiday favorites like Hocus Pocus and The Worst Witch. Aquarius. Oh, no, 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 no. no, go back. What was that? Were you listening? I all I heard was some type of movie like Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it's a it's a Disney movie, Hocus Pocus. I know. Halloween movie marathon. Halloween movie. Okay, see, when I hear Halloween movie marathon, we're not fucking talking think, about Jason. I'm not gonna sit there and watch five no, Jasons. No, I'm, I'm talking about the movie Halloween. Is that Jason? No, that's Michael Myers. Dude, they all suck. Scary movies are just not. He's the guy who can walk, you know, half a mile an hour, get blown up by grenades, and then still lives to the next movie and kills people. Is he the one that, like, drowned at a lake? No! He's the guy with the blue jumpsuit and the white face mask. Stop, I'm gonna have nightmares. I was him for Halloween, like, six years in a row, because he's my favorite Halloween horror person. I'm sorry, but horrors suck. Aquarius. Throw a costume party. As long as they're good friends and great music, you'll be pleased as punch. Or throw a uh, costume party with complete strangers and get to know people. Like, at college, if you live in a dorm, post that there's a giant costume party and just see who shows up and meet people. Rob, I'm going to go to a costume party at college. And I'll be right there with you. You will also be dressed as a burlap sack. A sexy burlap sack. If you can make it look sexy, go for it. What about it? Do you want me to be a nun? No. I'm still being Mr. Potato Head. I think that's awesome. And Pisces. 
Pumpkin carving is for you. Honestly, okay, I would stab I my significant other. I love pumpkin carving. What? What? Wait, what'd you what say? What'd you say? I said I love pumpkin carving. I said that too. No, you didn't. Moving on. No, wait, wait, wait. What'd you say? I said I love pumpkins. No. I love stabbing pumpkins. I love killing them. I said Ripping I love the guts stabbing out. my SO. Huh? Oh. No more sharp objects for Cass. Moving I like on. pumpkin carving. I'm posting my pumpkin carvings on the Short Show podcast site when we do them. I like how it's all about his pumpkin carvings and not mine. Well, you're not going to do one. You're going to carve me. Thanks. I'll post that on the Short Show podcast as well. I think you'll get reported for that. Oh, yeah, and arrested. Nope. Yeah. Not this cutie patootie. Just because you refer to yourself as cutie patootie, you're going to go. You don't think I'm cute? I do. But I don't know what patootie means, so I'm not going to answer what? on that. It's literally like a grandma thing. Like, ah, you're a kitty patootie. Yeah. Next. Okay. This one is actually a really good article, and I feel like I should have read this like five years ago. And it is. Red flags to watch out for when you meet his family. Are you referring to mine? No. No. Never. Are we referring to... I'm referring to everyone's family. What? Just like everyone. Like... No. I was thinking someone specific. Nope. No. I feel like that smile means I'm thinking of the right person. No. I feel like this can apply to a lot of people. I said, what to look out for when meeting the family? Okay. So the first one is they yell. Okay. So that knocks out every Italian household. And if you grew up in a family where yelling was how people made their point, he may internalize that and do the same. And I think it's talking about fights. Like, when you fight with someone and all you... Like, when the parents fight and they yell. Okay. Well, that's true. They yell. That's one thing... That's a red flag. Because you don't want someone yelling at you when you're, like, talking or arguing. You want to be able to talk about it. Any comments? I agree. They have no boundaries. Whether your guy wants to spend all this time with his family or they want to get up all in his business... A lack of boundaries can get really old once things get serious between you. See, when I heard lack of boundaries, I thought of, like, the girl walking in on the boyfriend's dad taking a shit with the door open. No. That's what I think of lack of boundaries. Well, it goes on to say, if either of these scenarios are the case, it may seem that your decision as a couple will involve his family. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's worth having a conversation about what should stay between the two of you. Uh, that makes sense. Because I don't, I don't think... Family shouldn't be part of every decision, but they shouldn't be part of no decisions. Like, you gotta find a happy medium. No, I agree, I agree. Their jokes are mean. If jokes and humor repeatedly cross the line, it could indicate unhealthy dynamics in communication. <laughs> like, if you have a brother that sits there and goes, Ha, you're ugly! Yeah, that could get real old real quick. Oh, yeah, I would I would probably get in fights. I would, I would punch them. <laughs> they criticize him in front of you. Disrespecting a dude in front of someone else, someone he's trying to impress is just crappy behavior. Yeah. I think that goes for, like, friends, too. Like, if your friends criticize you in front of, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always said that there seems to be some type of of air about people that are kind of by the shore. That it just seems like a lot of people tend to put other people down to make themselves oh, yeah. feel better. And I don't know if that's the area we're in or if that's just our generation, but it's definitely more prevalent now than ever. And it makes me so upset because I see friends do it more than... Fa- like, I see family, like... 
Some family they knew do. it, but friends way more. And I think it's so sad because, like, when a few of my friends introduce me to guys they're talking to, I'm like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, Heather's awesome or Casey's awesome or Brittany's awesome. Like, I always build them up because I want the, like, I want the guy to see how they Yeah. The last one, in which I think this one is very important, they make you uncomfortable. 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 This one is sud- Suddler. Uh, whoever says pay close attention to your own reaction to your partner's family members and family relationship lingering feelings of uneasy and discomfort might be a reaction to troubling relationship dynamics that aren't obvious at first of course plenty of great people come from dysfunctional families and just because your guy's fan has some red flags doesn't mean he's going to be a terrible partner but definitely talk everything out and everything should hopefully work or run yeah, I mean, you got to be comfortable with your significant other's family members. If you're not, th- that's just going to cause tensions. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. That was it. Those were the red flags. Yes. Okay. I think they were good red flags. No, I thought I thought they were they were poignant, and I think they were important ones too. And like when I found that article, like I didn't think it just like my relationships with like even friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you come from like a, like uh, this one girl I was friends with, her family life was awful, and she was an awful friend. But like even like my friends at school, when they tell me about guys they're seeing, and like they go to the house, and like people don't even acknowledge them, or like ah, oh, I think the mom made a comment to I'm not gonna say her name on the air about how like she gained a little bit of weight. That's shitty. Like. That's shitty. You know what I mean? Like, those are, like, really big red flags. I mean, my sister brings anyone home. I'm a dick to them, but that's because I'm the brother. That's my sister. But it's different. <laughs> I no, think it's different. I feel like for it's not. S- yeah. I feel like. I'm not saying I'm a dick to the point where I pick them up and throw them out and say try again in, in a half no, hour. No, I feel like, like my thing is if someone else is happy, be nice to the person see, that's making him happy. Here's my thing is, you know what? If my Let's say my sister brings someone home, right? And I meet the kid, and you know, all right, fine, half hour goes by, and I joke with him, and he gets all quiet, well, then that's going to make me wonder, well, what kind of person is this, you Well, know? you're not dating him, so it doesn't matter. But it's someone I care about that is. Plus, like, knowing I like knowing my sister, you know, she's a little different from everyone else, but she doesn't want no, like, pushover guy. Like, she wants someone that has a backbone. So if I do that, then right then and there, she's going to realize it too. Like, where's your backbone? Like, they got to be able to have a chemistry with the family too. You know, you can't be like a turtle and walk in and just, "Eh." Yeah, but I feel like it's not anyone else's decision but the person. And I agree with that. But I'm saying, you know, there does have to be give and take. You know, yeah, the family needs to be welcoming, not a dick about it. But that person needs to show a little communication with the family as well. Mm, I guess. All I'm saying is it's it's a two-way street. No, and I agree with that. I don't know. I just don't like it, people, like even friends. When pe- friends intervene with relationships, they're like people. Like, well, that's, if I'm going to date someone, I'm going to date them no I'm matter what I'm not going to get said. too into detail right now because it kind of has to do with what my rant is. But uh, it, we're kind of in this point where everyone's up in each other's business. Yeah. And it's it, people don't understand, like you said before, boundaries. Yeah, basically. So my next article... Is 13 key tests for a relationship. Here we go. Love you, honey. Go ahead. Start. Number one. Go camping. I highly recommend the camping test. I heard about it from a, com- com- uh, a confirmed bachelor relative when I was a child. When I asked why he wasn't married, he said that he had camped with all of his 
prospective wives and realized they wouldn't work out. <laughs> As an adult, I remembered his story and I became serious with a special someone. I would go camping with them. It became very apparent if you can work well together setting up a tent. Rob and I went camping. I set up the tent. He wouldn't let me touch it. It was a tiny tent, too. We fit perfectly fine in it. Barely. Okay. We fit, and that was about Just it. Just so you guys know, I bought the tent. I'm 5'4". <laughs> and she bought it for someone that was like 5'2". No, I fit in it nice and perfect. I was, I was perfect in that little tent. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I looked like a giant in a small in a small house. My friend Kenzie was actually supposed to sleep with me, and she's 6'4". Yeah, too. It was not fitting it. She was not going to fit in that tent. Her and I went camping together, and we lasted, so. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that today, too. <laughs> okay, number two. If you miss a flight, Rob and I have also missed a flight. Oh, man, that was that was so fucked up. Granted, it wasn't just us. It was the, the whole, whole group, group of us from Costa Rica. Shout out to Team Strawberry Milkshake. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we got into Miami. And we're getting our luggage as our connecting flight back to North took off. We were like, ah. It was, it left is, and I'm running to the terminal thinking we still have 10 minutes to get on this flight. And they're like, oh, it left 10 minutes early. Well, fuck us. Yeah, we I weren't I even close. Running. But uh, we actually hung out and it, it was actually pretty funny hanging out in the airport for a little bit. We weren't late over that long and. I, everyone had like a good time and like here I was stressing that I had work and like. Three yeah, hours. that sucked. She li- we got home at what two in the morning? I dropped you off at three thirty. Went home, got changed, and went to work. Yeah, yeah, that was. Didn't sleep. I went to sleep. Yeah, cool. All right, take a road trip. Rob and I have also been in the car for a very long time. Uh, after Costa Rica and spending a week together there, <laughs> uh, we then had to drive about thirteen hours down to Tennessee. No, our, our our my friend Connor was with us, but he was asleep for ninety nine percent of the trip in the car. So well, not even that. All the times we went to uh, New Hope. Yeah, we went to New Hope, Rehoboth Beach. Rehoboth but Beach uh, was a three small hour drive. side note, actually, the ride back in Tennessee is where we came up for the idea with the show. We yeah. came up with the idea for the show. Said that backwards. Um, so thank you, Tennessee. Yeah, thank you. Actually, I think we were in Virginia when we came up with the idea. We were driving. Yep, we were driving. Fuck driving. Guys. Yeah, I drove. You know what? I have never driven anywhere in my life before. And when I'm older, I'm I'm taking fucking planes. (laughs) I don't mind We're getting a limousine driver. I like driving. All right, number four. One of you is laid off or accelerates in your career faster than the other person. So you're on two different levels, basically. So they're saying you have to go through this first? Or it's no, a test? No, it's, it's it, like it a test. test. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, for certain people, male or female, getting laid off is very hard. It's hard on the person that got laid off. And it can be hard for the other person because then they can feel like they're doing everything that the other person's not. And it, it, It's a tough situation. I, I've watched my dad get laid off a couple times uh, when I was younger. And... You know, he he beats himself up over it for whatever reason. He got laid off. And then, you know, you see my mom who starts getting stressed because she's working as a teacher. And, you know, she's he's my dad laid off. She's busting her ass. So, I mean, it it can be tough. But for them, you know, they work through it a a couple times, actually. Yeah. And it made them stronger, I would say. And as far as accelerating further in the career. I feel like that's where it would get sticky. See, that. 
Here's the thing, though. That, I feel like, is more of a, a, a female accelerates further than the male kind of thing. Just because there's this notion that men are supposed to be the breadwinners, blah, blah, blah. I think that's bullshit. Uh, me, personally, I think it doesn't matter who the breadwinner is. You know what? It, it, fuck it. If you're doing, if you're happy, then who cares who brings home a bigger paycheck? Uh, if you bring home a decent-sized paycheck and they're not contributing, remember there are prenups. So even if I don't even, believe in prenups, I do. But. I'm not saying like I would ever get a prenup with if Rob and I ever got married. Like I would never be like, hey, I want you to sign a prenup. But I'm just saying, you know, there. I'm Rob Sugar Mommy. That's what? really what's going on, guys. No. It, it, well, that is a good example. Let's put it that way. You know, Cass wants to be a lawyer. Lawyers make uko bucks. And I want to be a police officer. And policing, you can still make six figures as a higher up in a department. But yeah, still, but that takes years. You know what? It, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, if, if we're both working, and let's say you're making twice what I'm making, I'm not going to have any type of resentment or anything towards you. I wouldn't. You get to sleep with this. <laughs> I'd be like, God, make whatever you want. As long as that ass comes home to me, I'm good. Oh, boy. Right? That's not what I'm talking about, but she takes it to that point. And it's, I wouldn't what have... What I'm saying is certain guys would feel uncomfortable with the female, no matter what they do, making more than that. And I, I think that's a stupid stigma, and I think that should be something that should be obsolete by now, but... I think guys, I think girls would get aggravated too, because there's a notion that a guy's supposed to take care of you. True. But, you know, again, it also depends on the girl. It depends on the guy. You know, these are very case-specific. All right. Five. Meet the family and friends. Eh. I feel like we touched on that before. Attend a holiday or work party. Uh, Holiday parties can be kind of telling, especially if it's at a workplace, you know. I I mean, for me, I I work, like I said, I work for... uh, the road department and uh you know we just we we have a little thing it, it's not even it's not even really a party it's just we all chip in and get food brought in like like for christmas let's say we we get like food catered for our lunch time like two days before but christmas about, like couples going together yeah i mean now you want to talk about a ho- holiday party something like we would do is if one of our friends held a holiday party and we went together <sighs> you know what i don't know i'm just like if i had a work party I don't, I, you know, I don't even participate. So I feel like this would never, like, occur. If Cass came home and said, like, her one job was having a Christmas work party and we were invited, I'd probably be the one to be like, yeah, let's go. I'd be like, uh, I'd rather just drink the fun eggnog. <laughs> but she's too young, so she can't. You get I, chocolate milk. Number seven. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a bad one. Adopt a dog or other pet. <clears throat> <laughs> So, Cass and I were loving parents of a Chinese fighting fish named Rex. And Cass drowned him. Not really drowned him. No, what she did is took our live fish. Fish She took our live son, Rex. He was dying. She took Rex while he was alive and flushed him down the toilet. You know what, guys? This is why I'm going to be a good lawyer. Didn't hurt my feelings. Bye, fish. No, to be honest. You almost, you were in tears the other night. Yeah, I was getting my felt bad. Yeah, PMS. So, to be you honest. You killed Rex. Okay, first of all, fish I just killer. want you to know, my kill boyfriend my brings up that I'm a fish killer about like three times a week. And fish it hurts because I'm the most humane individual. Comp- I, out of the two but of us. Rex I'm died. I'm humane. I'm very humane. But I'm, Rex died. So, anyway, the fish Moment was, of silence for Rex. 
The fish was standing was straight. Shut up. The fish was standing straight up. I would tap the glass and he would die. As soon as I picked him up, he would. That's what I say about that. Whatever. He was alive. You even. Fight you were productively. On the phone with me and said he was swimming in the in toilet. In some relationships, learning to fight in a way that strengthens the relationship takes years. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it right now. Agree on finances, which I think we just kind of talked about. Yeah, no, agreeing on finances is agree. Well, it's a little different because agreeing on finances is, you know, do you have one bank account and all the money goes into one and that's a joint account? That's do you scary. keep separate? You know, that's that's what it has to do with, you know? Like, for example, my parents have a joint bank account. All the money goes into one account. What? Yeah. That's so because scary. Because they are, they're married. They're a unit. They're one Per, they are one couple. They are one entity. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I think like... It goes back to the what's mine is yours and yours is mine. Well, when Rob... And again, that's... that's They're married, you know? I, I would never suggest something like that for someone that's just dating, you know? But when you... Let's say you take the next step, you get engaged, you start talking about getting married, something you have to consider. I don't know. I think that's so scary. Share, like, I don't think it's scary, like, once you've been together for a while... <laughs> Until you really get to know But that's the what I'm saying is I would never suggest that to someone unless you're engaged with a... You know you're getting married and spending the rest of your but life. But it's still kind of scary when like $100 at Toys R Us and you're dating like a 23-year-old. But that's different. Yeah, I don't we know. We didn't have... You know, that's the other thing too is everyone thinks like, oh, join account, that means more money. No, that means you got to be even more responsible, meaning... Because you're using both Okay, your you're going to buy a coffee? Go buy a fucking coffee. Who cares? But you're going to make a $100 purchase at Lowe's? Well, you better call your significant yeah. other and talk to him first. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's... And, and that's that's the thing, responsibility. And that leads into our next one, make a big purchase together. Yeah, you know, I think that says a lot. Here's the reason why. What are you purchasing? You know, can you agree on a big purchase together? You know, are you getting something like, oh, I want, you know, does the guy come home and go, I want to get the 70-inch TV, and the girl's just like, eh, whatever. That's or right. do you, you know, sit down and go, you know what, we really need a washer and a dryer. Okay, let's go price them out, see what fits. You know, that's a big thing. Yeah. And, and that speaks to the maturity of the relationship, too. Are you getting something you just want, or are you getting something you need? I think this one is so important. Respond to your partner's stress. I think if you're dating someone and, like, they're having a rough day and you still don't know how to comfort them or, like, be there for them in the way that they want you to be, there's something wrong. Like, but there's also, something wrong. I, I think also it's important to mention that if you're having a bad day and you really want them to comfort them, don't be an asshole and sit there and say, go away, leave me alone. Because guess what? Nine times out of ten, the other person's going to go, okay, if that's what you need, fine. If you're dating someone long enough, you should know they don't. And if you're dating someone long enough, you should know not to say what you don't mean. If you're dating someone long enough and they're having a bad day, you should know just to be there for them. And you should know not to push them away. Well, if they're not there for you, why are you going to try to keep them close? Because you're pushing them away. After they already didn't do the act that I wanted them to do. Well, maybe you told them the wrong act. Maybe. We've been dating for a year and a half. They should know the act. Maybe you should stop airing our dirty laundry. I'm going to make a list. Go ahead. Make a list. Why are you being mean to me tonight? I'll make one too. I did not start that. Get through a health or death crisis. That's so, really important because some people don't know how to react. So when Rob and I first started dating, I was from, we started dating April 2015. 
until November of 2015. I was in and out of the hospital for the worst stomach pains. And they diagnosed me with an array of things. They're like, some were like deadly diseases. And then some were like, uh, like fluid in my pelvis. Like, like really bogus stuff. And the whole time, Rob stood by my side. I think we were dating a week. And I was in Like, officially dating. Like, I asked her out the week before. So, almost, exactly almost a week after May we started 7th, dating, yeah. Cass had severe, severe abdominal pain. And was in. it wound up, her mom wound up taking her to the emergency room. So, she's telling me this, and I'm like, I'm coming. And she's like, no, you're not. Don't you dare. I don't want you here. I don't want anyone see me in pain. Blah, 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 blah. Bunch of bullshit. So I'm like, no, I'm coming. Where are you? And she stopped answering me. Yep. She tells me she's going to the hospital and stops answering me. Well, thank God her mom had the idea to text me because she knew her daughter was not telling me something. And I get a text. We're going to community. Meet us in the ER. And I go, thank you. I'm on my way. So I hopped on my motorcycle, hauled ass, uh, got to the emergency room. Walked in the emergency room to my girlfriend, like doubled over in pain in the waiting room. And the first thing she said to me, it was so sweet. What the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, hi, dear. I love you, too. And she's like, how? How'd you know? And I'm like, your mom told me where you were. And she goes, I don't want you here. And I go, well, too bad. I'm already here. And then I spent the next like four hours in the hospital with her. We blew up uh, um, glove balloon animals. Yep, I love you. Love you. It makes Can't up. get rid of me. It makes up for you saying that I push you away. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> the last one is react to good news. React what? Um, who wants to be someone who's not supportive through hard times? Oh, okay. Research shows it's more important to the health of a relationship to find someone who knows how to handle your more upbeat. So in other words, you know... For guys, girlfriend comes home, says she got a promotion or a really good grade. Don't just sit there and go, that's great. Like, engage. Maybe even go out to dinner to celebrate. Don't be a mo. No, you take her out to dinner. Fucking take that bitch out to dinner. She just got an upgrade. She's probably going to be paying for the next few dinners. You might as well take her out now. I was salty as hell. (laughs) Okay. So this one I found so freaking important because I'm in a relationship. And sometimes female and male will get feelings in, like of sadness, loneliness, insecurities. Depression. What? Depression. And like they don't know why. So I found this one to be so awesome. Um, 14 biggest triggers that arise in relationships. All right. Ready to hit these? Oh, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. You ready, bro? You ready? Yeah, just go. All right. Number one, the past and the future. Meaning that if stuff happened within, like, the first month of your relationship... Leave it there. For instance, if you dated openly in the first month of dating, but your partner opted not to, this may come up over and over again. Or, if they bring up the opposite sex continuously, it may cause future problems down the road. If you do that, you will see that life really isn't filled with the triggers. Like, if you, like, talk about it. I I think it should be one of those things that you talk about it, Settle it. Don't just put band-aids on it and then move on. Because harping on it's not healthy either. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Next. Trust. 
I'll I'll say it right now, and this is all I'm going to say on this. If you can't trust your partner, then don't be in a relationship because you don't have a relationship. You have a relationship with no trust. Simple as that. That's all I got to say on it. I definitely agree with that one. Number three, former partner's behavior. A major trigger that can come up come up in a relationship is when your partner displays a behavior that your ex used to do. Yeah. Now, <laughs> females and males, because we're both a little retarded when it comes to this, don't ever think it's an okay idea to look your partner in the eye and go, you know, my ex used to do that. Because I swear to God, the other person will shoot you in the face. That is like the biggest insult I think you can give someone. I think if you get upset over behavior that... Like, so say you've been cheated on and like the behavior they showed why they were cheating on you makes you insecure. I think that's acceptable. I think it's important to talk about it. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying don't ever say the words, my ex did that or used to do that. Or you're acting just like my ex. Because that... (laughs) You will lose your life. Guys especially don't say that to your woman. Ever. Don't don't do it. Not unless you want to die. I mean, go for it if you want. If you're trying to commit suicide, but because that's what's gonna happen. She she's gonna murder you. What are you looking at me for? Nothing. I love you. I've I've never said those words, and I never thought that. No, you haven't. See. Maybe. This one is a total fucking no no. This is so much of a no no that if Rob, I'd. I'd fucking bury you. What is it? A conversation with an ex. If yeah. you were like, I'm reaching out to... I would be like, no, you're not. <laughs> you want your balls chopped up and diced up and fed to you too? Like, I'd, I'd lose it. And I think you would be I like... I saw an article the other day where some woman chopped some guy's balls off, microwaved them, and then fed them to him. If you hear about people from Tom's River, that would be us. Because Rob asked if he can reach out to one of his exes. I have no desire to talk to any ex. Because I'm right here. Exactly. I have no desire to talk to any ex either. No, they just tried to talk to you. Can, you. can you blame them, though? Like, you're in love with me, too. I know that. Apparently, they didn't get the memo, though. I know. <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh, that is something we got to talk about next week. And uh, I'm going to throw this out there to our listeners. If you have um, any stories about, like, an ex stalking you after you broke up or anything like that, we want to hear them. Please. Shortshowpodcast at gmail.com. Subject, Stalker X. I, I want to read those. But do you agree with me? If yeah, I no, no, absolutely. Conversation with an ex. Yeah. I feel like you'd be like, <laughs> you would laugh at me. Like, I feel like you would just laugh at me. No, I, I, they're really, for the most part, they, I can't think of a reason why you need to talk to an ex. No, I got you. I got you. And I got you. Next. Being cheated on in the past. You that might- shit can fuck you up and kind of like what we said before is if you feel like you're seeing the same signs just express it calmly to that person be like hey babe you know i I don't want to bring this up but i just i'm feeling a little insecure and i i mean a couple things i've noticed that are just making me feel a little upset can we talk about it and and talk about it and actually talk about it and you know what if you do have to bring up if it comes down to it and you have to bring up, like, listen, I was cheated on. They showed the same things. You know what? If your partner loves you, they're going to understand and they're going to talk to you about it. They're not going to get upset. I don't know. I feel like this one is, like, I don't know. Well, then don't move know. on. Yeah, I'm just moving on. Fear about exes. 
to be honest, I had this insecurity when Rob and I first started dating. Because for some reason, I feel like this is human nature. You always think they're going to go back to, like, the person they were talking to last or something. And, like, I don't know why I had this insecurity when we dated. But, like, now I don't because I'm like, I'm fucking hot shit, bruh. I, I had no desire to ever talk to an ex because no one compares to you, dear. That was cute. I know. Nice save. Yeah. I like how you That's it. all right. Cass's ex exes, even up until what, maybe a week ago, still try to contact you. Yeah. And then, okay. Just and this is important, too. Don't hide that. Tell your partner. I tell Rob everything, but not that. And I don't want you people to think like I'm texting them or answering them. No, like they bombard my phone. And they do. And I can attest to that. Like I, I see it. Like uh, we're together sometimes. And, and I get it. Happens. Like I, I don't reach out to anyone. Like literally Rob is the only person I text. But it just, it, it can be annoying. It can. Fear about exes. Yeah. I think everyone has that insecurity yeah. though. Mystery about around exes. Yeah, we were focusing uh, a lot on exes today. You no, know, I just really don't care. I'm like, uh, mystery what? around exes. What are they saying? Like, like exes are uh, the best way to handle them. Like, ask about them. Like, if you talk to her, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like here's my of, no feeling on exes. If you don't gotta bring it up, then don't. They're exes. They're in the past. And you know what? If if your significant other sees so, let's say you're walking in the mall and someone just walks by and says hey and that's it and you know let's say it's a guy let's say a girl says hi to a guy guy's girlfriend goes babe who was that it's okay to be like listen who's an ex i don't talk to him no i feel like that's definitely not okay because i'm the crazy girlfriend that's like just feel like it was a friend you went to high school just lie to me because i don't need to know because every thought but see runs through my head yeah but also think about if later on it comes up and then you find out through a friend of mine Rob. If you were like, oh, it was someone I went to high school with, I'd be like, okay. Oh, No, you wouldn't. You know you'd think about it. What'd you guys do? No. Honestly. I just, I am am a proponent of honesty is the best policy. And the less skeletons you have, the better. It's a closet. Keep it locked. Skeletons always find a way to come up and bite you in the ass. Honestly, my thing is, if I see an ex or someone I used to talk to and they look at me, I literally don't, like, Rob and I have been out before, and I've seen people I used to talk to, and don't even acknowledge you're there. I don't even need to tell Rob, because I know if they come up to me, I'll be like, do I know you? And, like, Rob knows that's my personality. I don't care. Emotional withdrawal. Um, one major trigger that often comes up from relationships is emotional withdrawal or inattention to the relationship. Yeah, that's, that kind of happens when you start to get a little too comfortable in a relationship. You start to kind of lose the focus almost. And I, I think it's important to, to kind of keep that relationship alive. Remember, this is a, this is a living, breathing thing, a relationship. is you gotta, you got to nurture it. You can't just kind of forget about it. And I think um, emotional withdrawal can be when, like, um, <coughs> like pent-up feelings... Like, if you don't talk about the others, like, yeah. I, okay, I know I'm so guilty of this. Like, if I, like, get upset about something and I don't talk about it with Rob, like, I just, I withdraw a little bit. And then Rob's like. And that's like, how I know something's wrong. What's wrong? And I'm like, well, I didn't tell you, but this upset me. And then he's like, babe, I love you and only you. And You're crazy. I, I love you. Yeah, seriously. Last night he called me crazy and I was like, yep. Yeah. Ladies, I am in contract law. I love contract law. Number nine is time. Start putting time of the essence clauses in your in your relationship. Make it a fucking contract if you need to. 
One of those common yet least talked about triggers is a relationship and the proper allocation of time. If you ask someone to do something, although this is a definite cause of grief in a relationship, the thing that is the true trigger is a relationship are the unspoken time issues. Meaning, they could be late. You ask them to do something. They never do it. Um, they may have time for their friends to go out to a ball game or go out. But if you ask them to go out, they say no or they rather just, like, blow you off. You ask them to do something, they don't do it. They Like, you ask them to, like, run an errand, don't do it. Like, I think time of the essence clauses should be essential in relationships. Be like, you have this time to get this deed done or you're being penalized. Okay. That was all you. Yeah. I'm not saying this applies to Rob. I just, like, I hear a lot of my friends bitch about it, and I'm like, just put the fucking time of the essence clause. <laughs> They go over time of the essence, they're in trouble. All right, holidays. With all of the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, all coming up in a month, a lot of anxiety and how to plan and spend the holidays. Um, before you get anxiety, you need to talk about expectations. Yeah, uh, and all that means is planning. Like Cass and I talk about, all right, we're going to go here for, like, I think it's uh, <clears throat> Thanksgiving, like the way we did it last year is we did my house first, then and we then went to your house. grandma's. And then Christmas, we did Christmas Eve with my family. And Christmas with my family. Actually, like we did a, we did Christmas Eve first with your family. Because remember, I came over for a bit yeah. to your mom's house. And then I came back here. You came, came like back. an hour later here. We finished the night here. And then Christmas Day night, we had dinner at your grandma's. Yeah. So. We're everywhere for the holidays. Yeah. And, and you know what? We make it work. You yeah. know, we have three houses to hit and we make it work. And that's the biggest thing is plan it. Make sure you spend equal time at all of them and, yeah. and stick to your plan. We have three houses because my parents are split. So we have to go to like two different houses basically. So. Um, 11. <sighs> Fuck 11. A wandering eye. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, some people can't help it. Like I know guys that I work with that just cannot help it and... That sucks for them. I mean, you really shouldn't be that way. If you're dating someone, that should be the person you want to look at. But it's one of those things. It's to each his own. But you know what? You're going to wind up getting yourself in trouble. Do you have anything to say? No, I agree. I agree. Unmet expectations. Um, trigger disappointments or anger in relationships, especially around anniversaries or birthdays. What was that? It was, it was gobbledygook. I couldn't even hear a word out of it. Basically that. saying, like, you get disappointed, like, if an anniversary is coming around or a birthday is coming around, and, like, I don't know, like, I guess girls, like, love, like, the big birthday bash or big anniversary. Like, you go out, like... Well, see, like I think what this is really saying is that don't set your expectations too high because, you know what, if you set them too high, there's always that chance for disappointment. I agree. Um, just... You know, keep them low. Keep them low. Keep them average. You know what? Your birthday's coming. Expect they're going to take you out to dinner. Who knows? They might take you out to dinner and then surprise you with going on a boat trip or something. Oh, that'd be cute. <clears throat> um, 13 is boundaries. Like, crossing boundaries. I think Rob and I boundaries, like, intertwine. Yeah. Like, we both respect each other's space in some areas. And then in some areas, we're like... This is my space, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's okay, because we know where it's okay. Yeah. Like, I think we blend well in that area. Yeah. And the last one is resentment. 
Um, resentment is a huge trigger in any relationship. Couples are bound to fight and even blow things out of proportion sometimes. But the key is solving the problem and moving forward. And the big point of that is not leaving when you're angry, talking it out, and just being able to communicate. And I also think when you fight, you should be more, like, you should be cautious of the other person's feelings. Like, if you know there's something... Try not to say something unless you mean it. Don't say things you don't mean in anger. Definitely don't tell them to go fuck themselves. But, um... Like, I know, I know a lot of people say that when they fight. Like, me and my mom say it at each other. But if you know you're dating someone who holds on to, like, words, like, choose your yeah. words wisely. Yeah, no, I, I think that's important. I, I think it's important to also, like we said, uh, make sure you're saying what you mean. Try not to say things out of anger. Just tell them you love them. Ollie? Here you go, get it! Thanks, Ollie. Now, for this week, well. I have a public service announcement. Okay? Shut the fuck up. That's my that's my PSA. That's my public service announcement. Shut the fuck up. Yep, that's it. Just shut up. Oh, you want me to expand on this? Okay, that's no problem. Why is it every human being likes to just blab their business to everyone and expect them to be interested? Newsflash! Nobody cares. Okay, yes, some things are worth mentioning and regular conversation is okay. But I don't need to know about your bowel movement schedule and what your son Timmy is having for lunch or how much you weight you lost five minutes ago. That actually is probably the most annoying. People discussing their weight. You want to tell me you lost 10 pounds last month and you're no longer on the verge of sudden cardiac arrest? That's great. And I mean that. That's awesome. Thank you for telling me. I think it's awesome. I support you. But I didn't sign up for constant updates about how you shit and lost two pounds and then saw a piece of cake and guy gained five pounds back. Basically, we just live in a world of oversharing. And while daily human interaction is healthy, oversharing, like an overflowing geyser of moronic, useless information, is dangerous to your health because someone will punch you in the throat. So, in conclusion, keep small talk small. Avoid telling the same story three times in 15 minutes and follow the golden rule. If no one asked about it, and shut the fuck up. I'm Rob, and that's what pissed me off this week. That that's it literally pissed me off today. I have comments. you haven't tell- Yes. Um, I would like to point out one. You tell me about your bowel movements. Okay. Two. I felt- here's the thing. I tell them in funny Snapchats. It's different because you reply to them. And what do I reply? That you're doing the same thing. That's true. <laughs> Two. I think it was a little insensitive. Why do you think that was insensitive? I don't know because sometimes if I'm having a rough day, I like to just. This blab is my different. Mouth off. I'm not talking about people in a relationship like you and no, I. No, not to you, but like to my friends, I'm probably really annoying. That's the risk you take. Nobody says anything to me either. It's probably because they're sitting there tapping their pencil. Like if I just stab her in the throat, she shuts up. No, they love me because I, mean, I, I usually. I, no, I'm serious. I think we live in a in a culture that overshares, oh. and I think too many people decide that we need to know every little detail. Thanks. Twitter. Didn't you preach open and honest? Again, this is not talking about people in a relationship. This is talking about the guy, you know, maybe maybe the guy you stand on the bus stop with Well, isn't that a relationship? No, that's, that's not. A, that's a, technically no. a relationship. You are completely and utterly missing the point, and you're going to wind up being my rant next week. Wow. That hurt. I love you. I had a rough day today, too, guys. <laughs> Just going to go cry in a cubby hole. A cubby hole? No. <laughs> I can fit in them. 
Oh, all right. Now as our show is coming to a close, we enter our yeah. last segment, my personal favorite. It's our Discover Artist of the Week. Uh, this week, our artist is Gizzle. <laughs> yes, that is, that's his, that is his name. Uh, out of Stone Mountain, Georgia, Gizzle is a bass tarist with a unique sound and style all his own. Gizzle produced segue music for the Comcast cable show Sports Night, and he has music in the new horror movie College Town Massacre, which is coming out later this year. Uh, he has performed at the Masquerade, Star Bar, Smith's Old Bar, and Club 291, among others, and he will be performing next month at the Red Light Cafe. Now, uh, you can follow Gizzle and hear his music at soundcloud.com forward slash user dash 1303. Excuse me, 39395. Or you can uh, friend uh, Gizzle on facebook.com forward slash Kevin dot Gadson, that's G A D S O N uh, dot 125. Um, and the song we're going to be playing today is an original by Gizzle. The song is called Action, and here it is now. <laughs> Steady with the martini glass, the music in my head, I'm going on task. I'm looking real good, looking real smooth. There's gonna be some action. Light shining bright, looking right all night. Heels up, head down, moving left to right. Cause you know there's gonna be some action. There's gonna be some action. 
And that was, <clears throat> excuse me, that was Gizzle with the song Action. Now, remember, if you want to be our Discover artist, uh, you can email the show at shoreshowpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, subject music in the email, please include your name, contact information, and your MP3 download of an original song. Uh, as always, we thank you for tuning into our show. Don't forget to visit our website, shoreshowpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at shoreshowpodcast. Uh, next week, we're going to have a lot to talk about, including our next Discover artist. Uh, don't forget, enter our costume contest. Post a picture of your costume on Instagram with the hashtag shoreshowhalloween for a chance to win a $50 Visa gift card. You have anything to say? Make it funny. Anything to say to close the show out? Uh, have a good weekend. <laughs> Tune in next week. All right. Uh, for Cassie T, I'm producer Rob, and thanks for listening.